All right, hello and welcome. Today we are going to go over Are You Opinionated? Dealing with Opinionated People. This may not seem like it's a subject and we may not even think of it and that's why it's such a good subject. Being conceited, conceitedly, aggressive, assertive, dogmatic in one's opinions. An example, an arrogant and opinionated man. This is the way of the world. Sadly, we were taught to be assertive when it comes to church. Invites, come to church or go to hell. This way or go to hell. And we kind of have this opinionated thing about us that we learn from church entity. Baptism, you better do it in this name or else. You know this dominion, you know this doctrine. You better not step away from this. We all recognize of this brand of the Christian church, right? And the more Pentecostal or whatever you supposedly say you have the fire, the more kind of opinionated they get, right? So we have to be very careful of when we're doing this and it doesn't add up to scripture, right? Because a lot of times we will have opinions but it doesn't add up to what the scripture says. And then we have what? Well, look here. I'm going to hunt down the people who have strong opinions who disagree with me on subject they don't understand. And then what? I'm going to tell them how it is. If we're not careful, we think it's okay because the world kind of goes and okays it. Do they not? Oh, you know, let's just agree to disagree supposedly even the church just don't ever get along right and all this stuff and we're not perfect and we hear all these other things but really what are we doing we're making our opinions do something else i'm not opinionated you're just wrong right and it sounds like a funny laughing matter but if we're not very very careful it grows. It grows into an arrogance and we start really believing our own hype. We start saying, oh, well, this is the way I interpret the Bible. This is the way I see the Bible. And really what's happening, we're just going with our own ways. And Elihu, son of Bashrael and Bizrite, answered and said, I am young and ye are very old. Wherefore, I was afraid and durst not show you mine opinion. He, know, he knew better than talk about the opinion, right? He knew better to go and do this, but what did he do anyway? Let me speak on. If we're not careful, we get this same thing, and we know better than doing it. You know, let me give you my opinion. It's not scripture. It's not what it really says. I don't know what it really says. I don't know what we're doing with the mask, but let me tell you what's really happening. What? What What are you saying? And that's the way the world sees us. What? What are you talking about? And we're not careful. We think it's fine and dandy. And the more we do this, the more churchianity lets us get away with this. What happens? It keeps going, right? And before you know it, we have our own agenda, our own opinion, our own religion. And I would submit to you that's where a lot of these religious came from. 
You got the Catholic, then the Baptist, then the Pentecostal, and on and on and on, right? And they keep going on and on and on. I said, age should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty Ones gives understanding. Great men are not always wise, nor do the age always understand justice. Job 32, 7-9 The multitude are not always wise, nor do the age understand right ruling. Therefore I have said, listen to me, let me also make my opinion known to you. Let me answer on my part. Let me also make my opinions known. See, if we have the Ruach, we go with the Ruach. We have Yahweh's answer. It's not just our opinion. It's not what's within us, because then is when we judge unrighteously. When we say, oh, well, you know what? I know what's clean, and I know what ain't unclean. I know what's what, and what's that. And we start having a man-made doctrine and a man-made way of life. And what do we do? It's amazing. We will go with our best friend's opinion and we will call that gospel. Right? We will go with Aunt Sarah. We will go with Grandma. We will go with the pastor. No questions asked. We got it. It doesn't matter. It's all fine and dandy. But Joe says, hey, you know, this is really... Oh, don't you... T Come on now, what's wrong with you? Is it just because it's different from our own opinion? Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from Elohim, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. We know there's many false prophets. We know there's many spirits. We know there's many things out there that's trying to get us... To do the wrong thing. So why is it. It seems that every time. Someone speaks some truth. People get upset. Every time you try to tell somebody what's clean. They get upset. The Super Bowl. This game. Mask. Whatever kind of garbage coming down the pipe. Well we don't know. We don't care. Maybe we should just do it. But when you tell people truth. What happens? The people just come undone, right? And every spirit that confesses not that Yeshua HaMashiach is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. Uh-oh. Now we have a problem. Now we have a big problem. Because we have a lot of churches confessing every other thing. We have a lot of churches confessing all kinds of spirits. We have all kinds of churches with all kinds of different ways, but yet they are not baptizing, immersing, or going with Yeshua. So by default, by what the scripture says, you can love grandma and mom and pop and all you want to, but the scripture says that they're not using Yeshua if they're not proclaiming Yeshua HaMashiach is their Savior, they're not of the right spirit. They're not of the Ruach. Eye-opener, right? We, the problem is we want to play in Churchville. 
we want to believe that the church is kind of, sort of, almost right. They're just that far from making it. If they just knew the Torah, if they just knew the name, if they just did this, and it's not even our duty to do that. Our duty is to know right from wrong and not to continue in wrong. That simple. It's not our duty to wish them into something else or want them to be because they're not. If we're doing anything, we're deceiving ourselves. Let's go further. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world, and the world heareth them. That's why they're full. That's why there is Joe Osteen churches all around the world, and they are full. Because he's speaking of the world, they're talking about the world. If you go there, it's football, baseball, everything but the truth. That's why. Now Jacob well was there. Yeshua therefore being wearied with his journey sat thus on the well and was about the sixth hour. There's nothing wrong with being weary. There's nothing wrong with going to the well. The problem is you got to go to the right well. The problem is you got to go to the right place. The problem is you got to have the ruach. Not any spirit, not a spirit, not something that just sounds kind of good if it doesn't match scripture. I think it's amazing that people will test everything, test everything, test everything, I test everything, but yet you don't. I'm going to go over and spend December 25th with my family, and I'm going to go do what I want to do. You're not testing everything. The only thing you're really doing is the opinions you don't like, you're disregarding. Be honest with yourself. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from Yahweh. 1 John 4 and 7. Beloved ones, do not believe every spirit, but prove the spirits. But prove the spirits. Whether they are from Elohim, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Ruach of Elohim. Every spirit that confesses that Yeshua HaMashiach has come in the flesh is of Elohim. And every spirit that does not confess that Yeshua HaMashiach has come in the flesh is not of Elohim. And this is that of the anti-Messiah, which you heard is coming, and now already is in the world. You are of Elohim, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. So I would submit to you that the world and its system call themselves churches. They are into that last sentence. They are into saying whatever name they want to, but it's still not Yeshua. It's still not what the scripture says. It's still not a part of Yahweh's family. They are the world, therefore they speak of the world. They talk as the world, and the world hears them. You are of Elohim. You are of Yahweh. The one knowing Yahweh hears us. He who is not of Yahweh does not hear us. By this we know the Ruach of truth and the Spirit, the Ruach, right? The other is the Spirit of delusion. So this is how we tell our ruler. This is how we tell whose God we're serving. 
We are serving Yahweh. We know, we hear, we understand. Those who do not, those especially church folk, if you will, are not a part of the program. That's just the way it is. When we take something and we try, we wouldn't go into a bar and pull someone out and say, now you're my best buddy. And they puke all over you and you say, that's okay. You're still my best buddy. And tomorrow night they say, I want to go to the bar. But you're my best friend. I don't care about you. I want to go to the bar. But you're my best friend. We don't pull antics like this or we shouldn't. So why do we do it with church folks? Why do we do it with so-called family when the proof is right there? Right there we know what's being said. Right there we know what's going on. Right? We know exactly what's happening. But yet we don't want to do what he says to do. We don't want to believe it. We want to believe that, oh, good old grandma, you know, she just... But the scripture tells us what's going on, who they're following, what they're doing. Whoever does not love does not know Elohim, because Yahweh is love. First John 4 and 8. Gee, this is eye-opening. You might have somebody come to mind and be thinking, well, how come that person never loved me? How come this person never loves me? How come that person never loved me? How come my brother don't love me? What's wrong with me? It's not you. They don't have love in them. They're not from the Ruach. They're not a part of Yahweh. They are part of the enemy. That's why they don't have love. The believers of the world seem to have the short end of the stick it's because they don't understand make sense whoever does not love does not know Yahweh because Yahweh is love instead of us going and talking to the psychiatrist instead of us wondering what's wrong with us instead of us going gee how come the world does not love us because they're not supposed to love us they're the world. They hate us. Make sense? Connect the dots. I knew you from the womb. I called you from the womb. I chose you from the womb. Gee, why does mom hate me? She's of the world. Gee, why does brother hate me? She's of the world. They're of the world. They're of the world. Do we get it? This is why it's so detrimental. We know scripture. We know what we're called to do. We know what's going on. Because the world says you're just crazy. You're an oddball. You're a weirdo. You don't do nothing right. You do. What's wrong with you? That's the enemy. The enemy speaks opinionation. Downgrade. Disgrace. You no good. No good. No good. Right? Because he parades around as an angel of light. He's not going to say himself is no good. He's going to tell you you're no good. Why? Because he knows. It's a shame that the world knows. The enemy knows. But do we ever figure it out? How many people have spent their whole life doing things and they just don't know what's going on? They just don't get it because of what's happening in their life. 
Sadly, they just don't get what's going on, and they don't know what to do because why? They think it's them. They think it's the pill. They think it's the depression. They think it's this. There's mental problems all over, supposedly, but the problem is because the world has put it upon them. This is how Yahweh showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. 1 John 4 and 9. He sent his Son that we might be saved. So who loves us? Who cares for us? Who wants us to prosper? He says, I have plans that you would prosper. Not the world. The world says, hey, go get married to this idiot. Hey, go do this stupidity. Go ahead and learn the hard way. And then, ha ha, you dummy. And it's the enemy that's laughing through them. It's the demonic that's laughing in your face. Whosoever shall confess that Yeshua is the son of Yahweh, Yahweh dwelleth in him, and he in Yahweh. And we have known and believed that love of Yahweh had to us. Yahweh is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in Yahweh, and Yahweh in him. Herein are love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because he is so are we in this world. 1 John 4, 15-17 And we all know how his son got treated. What happened to the son? What happened to Yeshua? They crucified him, right? The Pharisees, the ones that should have known who he was, the ones that should have loved him, the ones should have been hanging on his necks, those ones that should have known exactly who he was, prophecies and all, Psalms, prophecy, Deuteronomy, Torah, scripture after scripture, and prophet after prophet. And what'd they do? Oh no, he's not who he says he is. Let's get rid of him. Let's stone him. Let's kill him. Let's bring a woman up and say she's committed adultery. We caught her in the very act. What you gonna do about it? And if we're not careful, we get taught these same things. And what do we do? We want to point fingers. We want to be opinionated. We want to let our voice be heard. I am woman, hear me roar. I am a lion, hear me roar. I am whatever, hear me in my opinion now. Is that love? In some cases, even if someone is dead wrong, if it's not a dead sin, if it doesn't lead to death, sometimes if you'd wait 30 seconds and then say something, instead of bopping them on the head right from the beginning, they might listen to you. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh our Elohim, Yahweh is one, Akkad. You shall love Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today, they shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. 
What are we supposed to be doing? What did the Messiah say? Why is it so important that we get Yeshua, that we get the right names, that we do the right things? Because without that, we're having a different doctrine, a different gospel. Why don't the church teach this? Why are they not saying, hey, put Yahweh first? They have titles and names and lords and gods and and if you're not careful, you don't know who you're talking about. People get confused. Well, is it three or is it one? Is it two? What are we doing? I don't understand. What what do I baptize? What am I supposed to be baptized? Is my baptism? Or what if I did this? If I was baptized and I didn't know any better and I was five and I didn't know, should I be baptized again? Confusion after confusion because the world has set you up for failure. And you come along with your opinionated self because the world has taught you to be this way and you act like they do. The, the Messiah said, Love me. If you love me, keep my commandments. He also directed us right back to this. Yahweh, hear, O Israel. Yahweh, our Elohim, is one. Yahweh is one. Isn't it amazing? The Messiah said what? If you love me, keep my commandments. He said all of these hang upon the first and greatest commandment. All of these hang upon that. And the prophets. So what do we do? We have to take our opinions, push them aside, take everybody else's opinion and push them aside and stop being arrogant and ignorant and say, I have to love Yahweh first. And I have to understand, if they don't love me, it's because they hated him. If they hated me, they'll hate you. If they hated him first, of course they're going to hate you. Why do they hate you? Because there's no love in them. They're not a part of the family. Just because you was born into something doesn't make you a part of the family. Make sense? It should. Of course it does. You're not a part of the kingdom just because you was born here. We all have to come into this world because we was made to come into this world. But it doesn't mean you came in the way you thought you did. It doesn't mean that the Pentecostal, the Baptist, the Catholic way you was raised was right. It was deception. It was something you had to go through and come out of. Just as the bondage, just as Egypt, just as Babylon. Yahweh thy Elohim will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren like unto me, and to him you shall hearken. Deuteronomy 18 and 15. It's amazing. People say, I can read my Bible, I can do this, but he tells us to do what? Go after the prophet, go after them. They went after Yeshua, did they not? The believers did. The woman who had an issue did. Those who wanted to be healed did. So why is it that we don't want to be that way? Our opinion says, I got this. Our opinion says, I got a Bible. I can read it. Our opinion says, oh, well, they was wrong, but I'm not going to be as wrong as they are. I got this figured out. I know what's going on. I got it all down pat, right? 
But the scripture says, test the spirits. The scripture says, love Yahweh. The scripture says, seek after a teacher. And then know it's a teacher. Well, you know, I went to church and since the pastor lied to me, I'm never going to have another pastor. I'm never going to have another teacher. I can do this myself. That is not what it says. Show me the verse, the title, the prophet, the Torah that says that you read your Bible yourself. And I'll show you the one that says, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have found life. But those are the ones who testify of me. The ones that screaming, this is the truth, adhere to this truth. This is what Yahweh's saying. Because through all the muck and mire, we've lost. We've lost something. We've been misled. We've been deceived. To stop that is to listen to Yahweh and to love. Love is the key. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Matthew 5 and 16. If we don't do what the Father says, what are we doing? We have a religion into ourselves. We have a religion of what we say. Oh, we don't do it that way. We don't accept those laws. We don't do this here. We don't do that there. We're not Jewish. We all, we, we're full of love. We're just so full of love. Wait a minute. What did Yeshua say? If you love me, keep my commandments. Yeshua died that we might be saved. Yahweh gave those instructions to Moshe. They're not Moshe's laws. They're Yahweh's laws. Yahweh gave them to him and his children and told him to teach them to the children. It's Yahweh's kingdom. He is the keeper of them and our instructor. He also sends us an instructor. So we see through the Mashiach, Yeshua. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh our Elohim, Yahweh is one. And you shall love Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart, with all your being, and with all your might. Revere Yahweh your Elohim and serve him and swear by his name. Did you know that you can read this and you're supposed to read it every day? How do we know? How can we let our light shine? I know by getting on Facebook and telling everybody how it is, right? Looky here, this is clean, this is unclean, and this is what I say. And now, ha ha ha, I am the super prophet of all time. If you're not careful, that's what you're telling. That's what you're emanating. The people, whether you know it or not, for all those people that get on there and do all these things, you might want to read that a little bit more and look into it a little bit more and see what you say because a lot of times it's you. It's not what you think it says. You think it sounds awesome. You think it's awesome. But the other people's readings going, man, that's not really loving kindness. That's not really the way it should be. Deuteronomy 18 and 15. Yahweh your Elohim shall rise up for you a Nabi, like me, from your midst, from your brothers. Listen to him. That's a command. Deuteronomy 18 and 15. That is a command from the Torah, from your Torah, from Yahweh's Torah. So there you go. You can't just read your Bible and understand it. He says, listen to them.
right? Matthew 5 and 16, let your light so shine before men so that they see the good works and praise your Father who is in the Shalim. This is doing the works. This is doing the Torah. This is doing the things that we proclaim we're doing. And the beginning of it is what? Love. The main thing that people miss from the beginning to the end, from the womb, just because you didn't get it doesn't mean you don't share it. Well, you know what? I wasn't raised in a family in a broken home and the do 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 Does it say that gives you a right to go and be a sour, opinionated, terrible person? Does it say because you're an old woman now you're in charge of things? Oh, because I'm an elder, what did we read in the beginning? I am young in years and your age, therefore I was afraid to let you know my opinion, but it doesn't mean it's an opinion. If it's scripture, you're wrong. A lot of these so-called Torah keepers get a little bit of age and they forget they came in when they was 55 and now they're 65 or 62 and they think age does not make you an elder. Being a part of it is where the wisdom the longer you're in it and the more you listen to Yahweh the more you do it if you're doing it wrong since day one and you're doing it for 40 years you're still wrong it doesn't make you any better at it right I'm a boxer uh, really well tell me about that been knocked out 19 times got three teeth left well then you're not a boxer you're you're not but a lot of people come to this and because they can read their Bible which most of them don't know the Hebrew the Greek or the paleo or anything about it but I can read my Bible right so where's your Torah scroll I can read my Bible where why are you breaking the commandments that you say you're keeping we just went over he will send us prophets listen to them Seek after the prophet and listen to them. Too many times, over and over, we go from Sunday church, the law's done away with, to, well, maybe it ain't done away with, to now I'm going to sit back and do worse than Sunday church and read my Bible and be lost and shine my own light. And the whole world looks at you and goes, man, they, they don't know what they're doing. It's obvious. It's obvious to... People that are reading their Bible and looking and looking at your life and you're homeless and you're helpless and you're sad and you're down and you're beat up and you're like a whip puppy and you're proclaiming what name? And you don't even know the name you're proclaiming. You have no evidence of what you were saying in most cases. Well, somebody on YouTube told me this. Do you know them? Have you been to their house? Have you tested their spirit? Well, no, but they're on YouTube. They must be right. Oh, okay. Well, sure. I mean, hey, why not? That's why we're supposed to assemble together. We're supposed to come and say, look, this is really me. Right? Here we are. We're in Idaho. Hi, it's me, everybody. I'm living it, walking, talking. This is the way it really is done. And then you go back, and then you come back, and if something's wrong... Hey, 
I thought I told you this is the way it's supposed to be. We see it in scriptures. We see it all through there. Over and over and over, people have to be taught. Why do we have schools? Why do we have colleges? Because people need to be taught. And they need to be taught correctly. I don't think you would go to a brain surgeon and go, yeah, let's operate. You'd probably say, have you ever done this before? Am I going to go blind? Am I going to be able to walk? What's the procedure? Oh, it doesn't matter. We're just going to do it. What do you mean? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to cut your head open, crack you like a walnut, and I'm going to have some fun, and maybe you'll be okay, maybe you won't. Let's find out. But we want to do it with religion. I'm going to open the Bible. On right here is where I'm going to start, and this is where I'm going to read, and this is what's going to be. Now I'm professed and opinionated, and I know all about it because I've read three scriptures this year. Well, what does it say about, well, you know, I have to get to that. You're already 73. How long do you think you got there, buddy? <gasps> oh, I got all kinds of time. Okay. Right? And it doesn't matter the age. What matters is the loving kindness, doing it correctly, and putting it all together. Where we are needing... You can glean from. Where somebody has a problem, you can help them. That's why we forsake not to assemble ourselves together. That's why we don't take our opinion and shove it on anybody. We go with what Titus 3 and 9 says. We throw it out there. Hey, you know what? My genealogy, I'm, I'm Israelite on the left side of the African nation, on the right side of the Indian tribe of Wuniwawo. Oh, that's cool, but do you want to do this commandment or not? Well, I don't know if I have to keep that commandment because I think I'm a Levite. What? What are you talking about? And if we would actually listen to what we profess, a lot of people might come to their senses and stop saying things. But if you had two or three witnesses that said, this is what needs to happen, we would have to make a choice or we'd have to go live in whatever tribal way that we say we want to live in, right? Let's keep our opinions in a lot of times to ourselves. If it's not scripture, if it's not profitable, if it's not helping the kingdom, then what are we doing? I hope this is edified. I hope it helps. I hope it shows that it works right together. Love, loving kindness. I don't know how many people have come and said, Oh boy, I want to be a tour keeper because you beat me down for three days on Facebook. I just want to follow you and your nasty attitude. I just can't wait to meet you and be belittled by you. I mean, I just can't wait to find out how stupid I am. Right? How you and your opinion has showed me now what is clean and... How many people even want to get together with people like that? What are we showing? How are we the light of the world when other people are watching that? Your Christian friends are reading your posts. Your mom and dad are reading your garbage. And they're going, oh my gosh. Glad I'm in Sunday church. You're just out there. I hope this is edified. I hope you understand. I hope we can show more loving and kindness. Until next time, may Yahweh bless you. 
May his countenance shine upon you, and may he grant you shalom. Shalom, everybody. Thank you very much for watching, for listening. If you want to go more of these scriptures or anything there is, you need to be immersed in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach for the remission of your sins and profess Yahweh as your king and go forth and be more than conquerors. Until next time, may Yahweh bless you. Read those scriptures, understand what they say, and seek after the true prophets. Shalom.